welcome to the Spotlight. I am your host, Ben Beck. Day number nine of National Podcast Post Month. Keep it on strong. We've got at least 21 more of these to go as we go forward. Uh, 21 more days in the month of November. And like I mentioned, a couple bonus episodes going to be coming along the way afterwards as well. Day number nine, Jay Harrington. Uh, who was such a, a wonderful person to talk to. Uh, we've we've built up over the years. I keep saying we because, you know, I, I have had co-hosts over the time, even though it is myself now. But, you know, over the years, we've developed a great relationship with the USA Network. We've had a number of, of stars from USA join us on, on the program. And uh, Jay was just another one from that list. He was so great. And what makes this this conversation stand out and one of the reasons why I chose it for National Podcast Post Month is because this was the first time and definitely not the last that we had our guest actually look into us uh, and listen to a couple episodes of the show before coming on. And uh, listening to a couple episodes of the show before coming on made him more excited to come on. So that got us excited. And uh, yeah, it just made for such a, a much more fun conversation. So uh, without further ado, no more wasting your time. Here it is. Day number nine, our conversation with Jay Harrington. All right, everyone, it's time for another Next Level Guest Spotlight. You know, we've said before numerous times that the USA Network has a great track record, and their new show premiering this week on Tuesday the 28th um, is no exception to that as far as we're concerned. Uh, tonight, we're excited. We get to talk to one of the stars of the show. You may know him from shows such as Private Practice, Hot in Cleveland, and most notably as the lead character of Ted Crisp uh, from the a a ABC show Better Off Ted. But now he can be seen starring alongside Eliza Coop in what we hope will be USA's newest hit, Benched. Please welcome to the show Mr. Jay Harrington. Jay, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, I like that intro, fellas. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We always try and uh, you know, welcome you as best as we can. So. Well, I appreciate it. You guys, did I hear a little Philly? Is that where you guys are from? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just outside. Yeah. You're in Massachusetts. buddy. I'm a Massachusetts guy, but I got some buddies out here in Los Angeles that are Philly guys. So you sound uh, sound like you're about to say John. <laughs> <laughs> or Wooder? Did they say Wooder? Yeah, Wooder. Wooder. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, no problem. We're glad you can join us tonight. Um, now the show actually has been generating a lot of buzz from what we can see, and it's it's all good. Uh, both Adam and I have been able to watch a few of the episodes early, but for a lot of the other poor souls out there who who haven't been able to watch it yet and won't be able to watch it until the show premieres this week, tell us a little bit about the show uh, and your character Phil. Yeah, um, you know I'm, I'm I'm excited for people to see it, and like you said, it's been getting some good buzz, and, and uh, you know they put it out um, online earlier or last week, um, which. I at first wasn't sure how that works, and, and I've seen other shows do that. But um, all I can really take from it is that they that they believe in it, they like it, and they want people to get eyes on it any which way nowadays. Um, I don't even know if five years ago you would have even thought to do that, but it kind of makes sense. And you know, hopefully, you get some of those viewers back when it's on. And, and you know, maybe they might tell someone else. You know, that kind of thing. Word of mouth certainly helps. But yeah. it's a, it's a great um, show. One that I, uh, you know, you guys mentioned Better Off Ted, which I was really lucky to be a part of, and it was really, really strongly written. Very funny. Very 
dry, very, you know, offbeat humor. Um, and I don't want to say in, in compared anyway, it's not that this has that feel, but it has the feel in the sense that it's, it's, um, it's not cheap laughs. You know, you're going to get, you're going to get comedy out of, um, situations, which would I, I really respond to in terms of a sitcom. You know, you don't want to just have jokes for the sake of trying to get a laugh in, in a room. You want to have it be born out of these people that you watch and that you care about. Um, and you know, that's why I think modern family is so, does so well. I, I remember watching the pilot and I thought, I really care about these people. So now they make me laugh. They've earned it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I feel like with Benched. And it's, you know, it's at its core, it's a workplace comedy. It's a great ensemble um, show. It's, it's, there's no real trick of, oh, we're doing some, you know, it's a show about uh, uh, this lady, latest trend of this, this couple type thing, or let's follow their path to how they met. It's, not, it's just a, it's a straightforward, you know, um, workplace comedy. But I think that because of the way it's written and, and the, the main character that Eliza Coop plays um, goes on such a, you know, she has such a crazy beginning to the show that I think once people watch even the first few minutes, they'll be hooked. And yeah, yeah I, I and I feel the same way. Like I like I said, we got to watch a couple of the episodes actually already, and the first couple, the first couple minutes of the first episode, I, I was already in. I mean, the just the opening that she goes through. I found it hysterical. Yeah, and we've all had those moments. We've all had <laughs> meltdowns and, and whatever it is. Or this one happens to be at work, and obviously it's it's all exaggerated because it's a, it's a TV show. But it's not. Yeah, you know, when I read it, I thought this is hilarious. I, I didn't think this is silly or this is broad. It was like I've, I've been there. I might have even come close to doing all those things. Or the better part is kind of stuff that you wish you could do yeah when you yeah. watch it, it's like man I, w- I wish i had done that <laughs> yeah you know? i was just gonna say that um, we all kind of wish we could throw a tirade like that <laughs> yeah and flip off the people and give them a couple of f-bombs <laughs> as you walk out but that's what was so great and michaela Watkins and damon when they um when they created the show it was something that michaela had they had both been in growlings and michaela had done a skit where she tells a, a, a boss to fuck off and can't <laughs> she wanted to use all of the doors that the stage had, um, I think there are four doors, and that's where the skit was. He's like, I want to use all of the doors, so it was f you. This place sucks, and then go in that door's a closet, and then this one's <laughs> locked, and then so that was what was born out. You know, the show was born out of that, which I think is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, now you know the show's about public defense, uh, which um, you know. It, you know, you kind of figure out after the first little tirade. Uh, were you guys or any of the cast allowed to sit in on a few trials or court cases or anything like that to prepare for the show? Uh, some, some of the writers did. We had a couple come by that were friends of friends. Okay. Which, which uh, we just got to, to hear stories. But, I mean, in terms of going for research or anything, I mean, we, you know, once we started making the show, there was no, there was no time for that. Um you're working a lot, and right. but I've, I've, uh, you know, full disclosure, I've been in court before. <laughs> that was, was going to be my next question: Was do you have any personal experiences? I may or may not have had a uh, speeding ticket back in college that I forgot to pay, and then uh, <laughs> had another speeding ticket that the guy said, "Could you step out of the car?" And I said, "Oh, excuse me, what, what, what did I do?" Um, you know, I just had to go and pay a 
thing, but I had to sit in court for like, you know, just to wait for the process. And it was, you know, a few hours of just sitting there waiting for them to call. And of course I've been to traffic court. I mean, it, it's just that it's, it is what you think of it as. It's, it's, yes, it's our government sort of democracy and everyone gets a fair shake, but the reality is it's, there's so much going on and there are so many cases that, you know, my character, Phil, he's kind of realized years ago, you can't beat it. So just, you know, relax yeah. and uh, have a drink. Take, take, <laughs> yeah. a, take a load off because you're not going to win. Yeah, I, yeah, I got I to say, uh, I had jury duty a couple months ago over the summer, and, and I wish uh, I ran into to people like uh, Eliza's character, Nina, or, or your character, because <laughs> yeah. it would have made it much more interesting of a day. Yeah. Well, I'm, one thing I learned, too, is that prosecutors and defense attorneys are much more... Um, you know, they're peers. There's not so much of a competition between them. They kind right. of all hash out stuff over, you know, a, a burger or a cup of coffee outside. They'll go through, like, all right, what do we got? We get this. All right, go. I'll give you that. Give you that. It's almost like they just wheel and deal. And people do get lost in the system. But, you know, we do have episodes where it will address, you know, not it's not feel-good moments. We're not trying to tickle the uh, emotional cords with this show necessarily, but some of these stories, as ridiculous as they can be, you know, Nina's character is, is trying to do the right thing and, and get ahead. Um, and that's what's fun about it is that I, I'm starting to see, you know, she may be making me want to be a better, just all-around guy and maybe work a little harder. And certainly, you know, her ex-fiance, who uh, Carter McIntyre plays, Trent, I mean, he just pisses me off <laughs> he's got it all going on, and you know he's got the nice. He's got the Ted Crisp suit, is what he's got going. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you mentioned earlier too, like the ensemble cast. Uh, the cast and the show, it, to me, is just fantastic. I mean, you have uh, Eliza Coop, who's had you know heading the show with you know you alongside. You have people like Oscar Nunez from The Office, uh, Maria Bamford, Jolene Purdy. Um, Jack McGee, uh, Fred Melamed, who whose character as the judge I absolutely yeah. love. <laughs> yeah, he's great, and he'll be there a few times throughout, which is really nice. We, uh, we worked, you know, he did a bunch of episodes. Yeah, I mean, with with a supporting cast like that, it has to be fun just to be on set, you know, even you know, as you're as you're producing the show. Absolutely, I mean, you know, I've never, I've never, I, I get to wake up and, you know, you got to be there, start work at seven a.m. Never have I had to feel like, oh, my God, I have to go work, and especially with this show. I mean, I'm lucky to get to do what I love, but you get there, you know, the material is good. The, the, the guest cast that comes through are fun. The directors are fun. The writers are there. Um, the crew, we had a great crew, mostly. A lot of them are from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This was they did after they did that. And yeah. then, so they, they knew what they were doing. Um, so the vibe is very loose. Eliza makes it even looser because she's, She's a wild card. I mean, she's got <laughs> got the mouth of a trucker. <laughs> so we have a black. And Oscar, you know, he's like, just, I, I, you know, follow me. I've done this before. I've yeah. sat at a desk with a computer. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, well, at least and, when, and when he has a computer, Maria it works. Hilarious. Yeah, I, well, we haven't got that far. He said it took them a little while to get internet. <laughs> Um, well, how, how far into production are you guys? Like, and, and also, how many episodes are, are going to be for? This we season? did all of them. We did twelve episodes. Okay, cool. Um, well, you know, obviously, with all your experience in comedies, uh, like Ben had mentioned, with Better Off Ted, and 
hot in Cleveland, um, uh, American Reunion, I think you're in as well. Um, yeah. What do you think is the most important ingredient in making something like a comedy successful and, and not making it just comedy? I think that it goes back to what I said earlier. If you don't have a strong idea of who your character is and if other people don't, if they're from the top down, it doesn't. it's not clear what what you are, then, uh, you know, jokes can seem empty. And that's why pilots for comedy is very tough, you know, for them to get made and then to go on and they get ripped apart for the most part anytime that it takes a while for things to find because you're welcoming somebody in your living room as opposed to, you know, investing in going out to the movie theater. So it's, people can be a little critical, but I think it always gets back to, from the second I started reading this one, I knew exactly who Phil was. I wasn't, I knew that he was what he, you know, he, all of the things he could have been and might have been and what he is now. So any joke that's there and written or any funny moment, it's just organic, you know? I don't have to put much... And the same was true with Ted. Like, from the first time you meet him, you realize he's he's the guy who's the moral compass of his life and he's got a daughter and he's going to do right and he's surrounded by the, the craziness. And and so I always look for in comedy, if, if the characters are strong and it's... Um, and the story makes sense and it's well written, you know, that's what I would say to Damon and to Michaela, like just you guys, what you guys, all of, all of the writers put forth, it's so good. It's so subtle and just fun. There's going to be crazy moments where you saw when she gets the hooked and booked episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's crazy stuff, but it's, it's all, you know, it comes from a reality of her trying to fit in with the guys in, in the office and we kind of pull a joke on her and, you know, it snowballs from there, but it's not just trying to be, it's not for the sake of being wacky, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know I was a fan of Better Off Ted, uh, and I know I got to see a couple episodes of Happy Endings, from which is where Eliza uh, Coop comes from, uh, before this. And I'm always happy any time a show ends. Well, I'm, I'm disappointed when a show ends, but I'm always happy when I see the actors such as yourself, you know, take on another project that I'm another, that I'm a fan of as well. And I'm definitely a fan of this. And I know one of my favorite things about your character, Phil, is this, he's very sarcastic uh, in nature. And I'm curious, how much of that, uh, how much of yourself do you put into the character, Phil, when it comes to his sarcasm? Or are you just not really that sarcastic of a person in real life? No, I really am. And, and I had a lot of fun because I don't normally get the opportunity to play this kind of guy. Um, it's, it's usually a lot more of the... The, the Ted type, the guy, the clean cut, you know, the doctors on private practice or in desperate housewives, guys that are, you know, put together. So it was fun to sort of be more myself um, with, you know, just kind of having a whatever attitude about things. And, uh, you know, it's, I've never been able to be that sort of loose yeah. um, in, in a character. But it was a challenge at the same time because it's not completely who I am. I mean, I'm not that I'm not that rough around <laughs> the edges. But but what was funny is after about ten episodes, it took me that long to figure out that up until action, Eliza Coop in real life is much more like Phil, and me, I am much more in real life like Nina Whitley. I am, you know, when it comes to work and being on set and sort of. You know, she can be, she can let it loose and play, and she's got a lot of improv background, 
I'm much more structured from theater training and stuff. So it would almost be like an action. We both had to completely reverse our roles and become the opposites of what we really are. So it, after a while, we kind of looked at each other and went, you realize that you are Phil in real life. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, and you're Nina. <laughs> That's pretty cool, actually. So, you know, but we had a great working relationship. And I, and I was a big fan of Happy Endings myself. Um, and I remember her from Scrubs. I mean, if you think, if you remember Scrubs, you know, 2.0 or whatever it was, yeah. that was better off Ted Leiden. So I would watch that because I would hope that it would get big numbers, which it did not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that's how I first knew who she was, was from that. Um, and she's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, and you had mentioned Modern Family earlier, too, and I, I believe they're your lead-in. They're one of your lead-ins on Tuesday night, correct? No, well, no, there will be a block of them on USA, but um, it's actually Chris Lee Knows Best okay. will be our um, lead, in, and they've had a strong uh, start to their season. In fact, uh, they were recently picked up for a third season. So a lot of people like that show and watch it, and I've watched it, and they're, they're very funny. It's, it's, it's obviously not scripted, yeah. but it's a very um, likable, fun show. And a lot of people watch, so I, I hope that they stick around and, and check us out too. Yeah. Well, yeah, like Ben had mentioned, I mean USA just recently has been doing really well. I know last uh, last uh, I guess it was in the spring we got to talk to Kevin Bigley from Sirens, which is another USA comedy that got picked up for a second yeah. season. So I, I think you guys are in good hands, and, and Ben and I can both agree. Obviously, we are both sarcastic in nature as well, so we kind of that's probably part of why we like it so much. But uh, like no, you said, good. I mean, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's very sarcastic. natural. It's not, yeah, that's what I like it too. It's not. It's not mean spirited. It's not. No. You know, everything it's, sucks. It's just kind of like, look, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's fun. It, it's yeah. a broken system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we're running short on time, and we're running towards the end of our interview. But I just one more question I had for you too is, and you came is from it about fantasy football. <laughs> the Adam <laughs> would be your guest. Adam would be your best uh, bet with that one. And I and I would be your worst. <laughs> I'm on my fourth in a row losing game. Yeah, we actually. <laughs> but I'm uh, sorry, go ahead. We actually have a weekly fantasy football podcast on our very uh, next little yep, radio. Program. That's why I. That's why I brought it up. Oh, so you've <laughs> looked in. You've thought. looked into us as well. Yeah, <laughs> I did. That's awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to go. You, you know, you came from Better Off Ted, and Eliza Coop came from Happy Endings. Any chance you mentioned? You know, the guest stars that come through. Any chance of any reunions from either of those shows? Um, I I will say that we um, that is not something that we didn't think of and try for. A lot of times, it's about availability, um, and we were close on both. Um, well, a friend of hers and a friend of mine. But what we're hoping for is, you know, we didn't have enough. It was the time. It was the amount of episodes we did, and it was just the nature of what characters were, you know, existed to have people come by. Yeah. But um but it's certainly something that we talked about since and uh you know, we hope for a, a little success as we start and then a quick pickup and then we can get back to work and yeah. have uh fingers you know, crossed fingers crossed for some uh, yeah, fingers yeah. crossed for some reunions in season two. That's right. So um all right well uh, we like to end our interviews with what we call our rapid-fire rounds. Uh, basically, all that is is Adam's just going to throw a couple questions your way. They're very simple. You don't have to go into too much, too yep. much detail. Just answer first thing that comes to your head. 
Uh-oh. Okay. I don't know. I feel a little exposed now. You know, you know I do a fa- we do a fantasy football podcast. I think you're the first guest we've had that actually did research on us. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got to I got to know I got to know who I'm about to talk with. I don't want to get <laughs> I don't want to get slammed. Well, the fact that you're still talking to us after looking into us, I, yeah. I guess that's something. <laughs> um, all right, so the first one is, if you weren't an actor, what profession would you want to do? National Hockey League player. Nice. Pacific team, I guess, probably the Bruins? The Boston Bruins, yeah. Okay. Uh, second one, what was your favorite ba- uh, favorite band growing up? Favorite band growing up? Uh, I Oh, it is. Yeah, let's say younger, but uh, the monkeys. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like, I like yeah. the monkeys. I'm like still that. a fan of. I the used monkeys. to come off at school and watch that show. Yeah. Now were, they were, were watching a band from a show, right? Not a show from a band. Yeah, they were created, but they uh, they they went on to do their own stuff. But it was yeah. I remember coming home from school at like two thirty. It was or three o'clock. It was on syndication, and I just got hooked. Yeah, I think I'm. I mean, I'm only. 20, I keep forgetting my age. I'm 27, but even I remember watching it when I was younger. As it That's was not the next question. How old are you? <laughs> no, no we, we avoid that. Uh, last one. If you could visit any place that you've never been to, where would you go? Dubai. Well, that's a good one. I've never been there. I, yet, I just said that so. because I just was like reading about something <laughs> earlier this morning. And I thought, what a weird place. That would be an interesting place to go. But I don't have $40 million, so I probably never will. Yeah, I heard it's expensive yeah. even just to stay like in a hut in Dubai. I heard it's expensive. Yeah, I think so. I mean it's, it's, the place was only built like ten years ago, and they made it out of gold. So I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's you got to be uh, it's a different it's a different tax bracket. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's that's an understatement. Um, <laughs> quick side note before we uh, before we leave you too. Um, I found this out too when we were doing our research on you. You and I actually have something sort of in common. Your birthday is actually the day before mine. So oh, really? Coming, well, up, that. coming up next month. Coming up coming up next month, that's right. Yeah. So you are the 16th. I am the 16th. Well, happy early birthday to you. Then. And same to you. Oh, my mom's the 18th. <laughs> so close. <laughs> we are, uh, that's a good time of year. Not too much before Christmas. Not a, You know, it's good. No, we still get gifts for both. They're not too close together. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, good. We, or if we remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, we definitely, see, when you get older, you forget. I forget now, and I'm not even that much older. <laughs> so, uh, we're definitely going to send people to, to check out Benched. It's going to be on the USA Network premiering this Tuesday, the 28th, at 1030, uh, with, these, with, like you said, a lead-in at 10 o'clock by Chris Lee Knows Best. Uh, we definitely want to encourage people to follow you on Twitter as well, at jharrington3, correct? That's correct. So uh, we'll send I people. Can't promise comedy gold on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> no, I tried. Uh, are you on Facebook you... or anything else like that, or just Twitter? I've never been on Facebook in my life. I've never even been on it. I've never checked. It. I don't. I, I, it's not. I, 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 I know that's a long no, but no, I'm not. <laughs> you might be you better could, off. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I think I am. It's a, it's a deep hole to fall in sometimes. Yeah, I, I don't care that much about other people's stuff anyway, so I don't need to, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, we're we're looking forward to seeing the rest of this first season, and already fingers crossed for a second. So we wish you the best of luck, and uh, thank you for joining us tonight. All right, Adam and Ben, thanks thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, no yeah, problem. Thanks, 
Good luck with your fantasy. Mine's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Join us next time for another guest spotlight. In the meantime, check us out, nextlevelradioonline.com, and follow us on Twitter at NXT Level Radio. Take care. <laughs>